Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. Welcome back to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our next guest research is targeted towards disruptive innovation. He is doing a lot of impressive work with sensor technology in just a variety of industries. I am so pleased to welcome Govin Rao, professor at the University of Maryland. Govin, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad to be here, Peggy. Well, Govin, I'm so excited because it's really interesting to talk today about our infrastructure. Our infrastructure, and I've said this now for the past couple of segments, that it is so much of a need of improvement. And you are doing a lot of work in driving the need to embed sensors in our roads today and really looking at what we can do. Let's talk about that and what your thoughts are on sensor technology in our infrastructure, in our roads specifically, what, what do you think we need to do there? Well, I think there's tremendous uh, uh, publicity on this issue with all the recent bridge collapses and our crumbling infrastructure. And uh, clearly there's a need for understanding the scope of the problem. In many cases, the time we understand the problem is when something collapses not a good thing. And so having a smart system that's capable of self-monitoring, I think, would be something that would be a long-term investment because you're able to literally keep your finger on the pulse, so to speak. And, and you know, Govin, it's interesting because AEM just did some uh, poll of 2,000 voters. And, you know, we're in this election year, and it's a really a divisive election year. And when we think about that, you know, clearly our own citizens see the need that we need to do something. When you talk about that, what are really the benefits of embedding sensors in our roads, in our bridges? I mean, the idea, you and I get it. We, we, we're involved in technology every day. We write about it. We research it. We study it. But to tell our listeners who are in the construction industry or trying to do it, what do we need to do? What, what are sensors going to tell us that are, are predictive about this right now that are so very important that we we've known about this but we're not doing it and yet we have these disastrous effects because we're not doing it and we can we can do things and we seem like we're waiting and we know we need to do something why aren't we doing it faster sooner and we know sensors are going to tell us a lot you know tell me more about that well i think a lot of it has to do with also just the way we do things, I think, being technology archaic. fans. Yeah, well, archaic and the whole bid process that's run by a state or a county to fix a bridge or a road. You know, we're all very comfortable with going and upgrading to the next iPhone or Android phone and just making that a part of our lives without a second thought. However, if you try and do it as a state institution, that's a lot harder. I think technology can help this process. So just by way of example, uh, it would be fantastic to have systems that literally monitor the health of a roadway or surface because, you know, we know why roadway surfaces degrade. It's uh, due to vehicle use or weathering. Now, if you had a way of real-time monitoring, say, the porosity of the surface or of monitoring some sort of acoustic signature that you get from a passing car. You, you know your road noise that comes into your car depending on the changing road surface. These are all 
carriers of information on the road condition, much like a doctor listens to your heartbeat through a stethoscope and diagnoses what the condition might be. There are simple technologies that are widely available that could be brought to bear. And I think this could go a long way in providing an early warning that something needs to be done and making the uh, maintenance and upgrade of all our infrastructure much more scientifically driven than necessarily politically driven or based on a state procurement contract. Govin, you make a really good point because here's what we have. If we had this acoustic signature, as you just mentioned, would we be at that point where, and I know we've been doing some research on this self-healing concept, and I know we're we're not there yet. Are we eventually there? I mean, because you, you, you equated it to a doctor. I mean, that's what we mm-hmm. want, that we can actually predict and, and, and be preventative. Is that mm-hmm. what we're eventually talking about, that with our bridges, with our roads, that we can actually know something's going to happen and that that road can actually heal itself so we don't have to send out these big, you know, construction crews to go there. But, I mean, at the same time, we're always going to need a crew to go there. We're going to need, because, I mean, if I'm a construction company right now, I'm panicking, going, they're not going to need me. They're going to put me out of a job. But we're always going to need them because there are things we still need an inspector to go to. We're going to need those things that it's not going to need technology that we're going to put construction crews out of a job, but it's the idea that there's going to be technology that's going to be able to do things, but we're still going to need those construction companies to do important things that technology is not going to be able to do. Well, let me use an analogy here. So right now you have a road crew uh, that goes and works on something. Now, what if the same road crew is trained with a different skill set where each person is responsible for maintaining a few miles. And let's say an acoustic signature has detected the beginnings of a crack on the road surface. Now, it might be a simple matter to send out a drone with a little asphalt sealant on it or a little robot like a Roomba vacuum cleaner that we use at home, punch in the coordinates of where the signature was detected, and it goes and puts a temporary patch. So at the very least, you're preventing further damage from happening. You know, these are the kinds of exciting technology uh, opportunities that are there, and the construction industry needs to embrace it. One, one thing that I see is a disconnect where each industry sort of works in isolation from the other. Now, if you're a construction company and you kind of think, oh, my God, i got to go put in a sensor every mile of the road, it's going to cost me a fortune, I think there's a different way to look at it, and that is make the infrastructure in telematics your friend and use the fact that somebody or the other is driving in a vehicle on that road that you need to monitor. How about doing it that way? How about making alliances with the auto industry, making alliances with the telecommunication industry? You know, Verizon has a huge telematics uh, effort that they're getting into. How about building those kinds of bridges and using these smart technologies, the driverless cars that are coming? What if each car has a simple acoustic sensor that measures the noise from the road that's tied to a signature uh, of the road condition, you know, and that is fed back. So, you know, I don't think the construction industry is looking at these big data opportunities that are there. You know, people are now predicting traffic based on just uh, looking at people's cell phone signatures. If you see a high density, then you know that there's a 
traffic tie up at some location. So things like that with lower cost sensors that are becoming readily available, I think there's tremendous opportunities for leveraging and for the construction industry to piggyback and really leapfrog their existing embedded in the road type sensors. So I think what we what what we're trying to explain to the industry right now is is no pun intended, but we're building new types of bridges with new partners and technology innovations, and that's what the construction industry has to look at. This technology in the Internet of Things is a new way of doing business and developing new skill sets with the new millennials who are understanding and being trained in schools on mm-hmm. construction and what this is all going to mean. Mm-hmm. And and when Absolutely. we look at and when we look at this and we look at sensors and we look at embedding these sensors, we're looking at data that's going to drive new ways of operations and and the job site's going to create a whole new way of doing business. Absolutely, and that's going to also mean that many people who are in traditional construction type roles will have to have an upgraded skill set to deal with some of these newer technologies and emerging opportunities. And I think it could be a real win-win for everyone. And when we talk about the infrastructure right now, we have so much infrastructure that has to be improved. We're talking years of work that has to be done. So, I mean, we're talking about this is now a lot of infrastructure that has to be repaired and changed. And we're talking about connecting cars to the infrastructure. We're talking many years of work that's going to need to be you know, lay groundwork that needs to be laid to to make this all happen. Absolutely. I think this could be the beginnings of another new New Deal, like the FDR program that put America to work and got us out of the Depression. That's the scale that's going to be needed, and I think that's going to be a real boom time. And here's one more interesting twist. These are not jobs that can be outsourced. These are going to be jobs that require people right here, to work on what we have as part of our infrastructure upgrading program. And and that's what we need to be talking about. I mean, everyone that's listening needs to understand this is that new change that we're talking about. And this new change is going to be led by the construction industry. And it's going to be building things again here in the United States. And that I think this is a really exciting time for us. And I think that's what everyone needs to see. The Internet of Things that we're talking about in construction and technology is coming together in a whole new way when we embed this technology in ways that we never thought possible. And and that's the question I have, Peggy. So, yes, you and I see it, but are the construction companies, the big giants, are they talking to the Googles? Are they talking to the Verizons? Is that sort of interface being set up where they see the synergy that each one brings to the table? And it's going to require some new partnerships, new alliances. To make it happen. So we're talking about public and private partnerships in some ways here, where cities and and government have to come together. We're running out of time, but that's what we're talking about, right? Absolutely. It's well, going to be a whole new interdisciplinary range of skills that's got to be brought to bear. Govin, I love talking to you. I hope you'll come back and talk to us again, okay? Thank you so much. I look forward to it. Bye-bye. Our- all right, listeners, we're out of time. Stick around. We're going to continue to talk our discuss- right here on ConExpo, ConAg Radio, where everything is brought to you by AEM. So stick around. We'll be right back right after this commercial break.
Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner, the book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold, and visit HarrietLerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. Improve your business and your life with useful information from experts and thought leaders. WS Radio is radio with ROI. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple. And download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com. On your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at ConExpoConAg.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. Small businesses are the lifeblood of America's economy. Every Thursday, SBA Radio interviews industry professionals and is dedicated to provide small businesses with timely insights and innovations. Visit www.sbaradio.us for details. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business, but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. That's ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. Thank you.